Hey, you beautiful beings. Welcome to Empowered Human with Nina Garcia. I am your host. And today's episode, we are going to be exploring how do I set and maintain boundaries. Nina, how do I set and maintain boundaries? I hear this all the time, but most importantly, around the holidays, we hear this, right? So the holidays are here. This episode is going to be not holiday themed, but it is going to help set you up, hopefully, for some skills that are going to help you as we go into the heaviest holiday season of the year, right at the end of the year, right? So the question, of course, for this episode, for all my growth-oriented people out there, for all my people exploring that empowered human life, for everybody out there who is saying, hey, Nina, I want to know the answer to this question. How do I set and maintain boundaries. Now, those are two separate things, right? We are going to be exploring both of them. My answer in a nutshell, I'm going to give it to you right now. My answer in a nutshell is know your property. You don't know what that means yet, but if you listen in, you will. So grab a journal or a really good friend to dialogue with about what comes up for you in this episode. Y'all know if you don't listen before, if this is your first time, welcome. We're very growth-oriented here. I'm going to give you a little education, some stories, at least one if not more, and then I'm going to give you some adventure challenges so you can actually put this skill to life and utilize it right over the next week, right, between this episode and the next episode. So... Like I said, grab the journal, grab the good friend, because of course, you know, by now I am so curious. Are you ready to play? Welcome to Empowered Human, the dramatically playful podcast that invites you to heal humanity. The one within you, me, and the world at large. I'm your host, drama therapist, empowerment specialist, and not to mention empowered human, Nina Garcia. And I'm so stoked you're joining me on the journey. Every Wednesday, you are invited to explore transforming from powered to empowered with genuinely human stories of courageous existence, healing from invalidation, and truly belonging to you. So wherever you are in the spectrum, from empowerment curious to empowered human ambassador, this podcast is designed to humanize. Get ready to lean into your edge, heal your worldview, and finally belong to you. This is Empowered Human. Let's take a breath. Inhaling it on in and exhaling it on out, moving whatever you need to get grounded and present as we explore how do you set and maintain boundaries. Now, the quick answer that I gave you in a nutshell was you got to know your property. I told you you probably didn't know what that is, but we are going to explain it here, okay? So already grab your journals. We're going to explore what that means when I say know your property, and we're going to explore it with you, actually. Has anyone ever asked you to like take an inventory? Just like check in with you, yeah? Take a personal inventory. It's just like when you're taking a literal inventory. You got to know what are the different items? What kind of space do they need? Do I need to get more of this? Do I have less of this? Does this not exist at all, right? When we take a real inventory in real life, it very much parallels the experience of when we ask someone to take an inventory of their internal life. Yes, emotions. Yes, thoughts. Yes, right? Feelings, behaviors, all of the things that make you you as you show up as a human being in this world. So yes, when I say know your property, 
I really want you to walk through and take an inventory of what you might imagine your personal property to be as if it were something you could purchase like land. Maybe you live in the mountains. Maybe it's a cabin. Maybe it's a palatial estate. Maybe it's a whole town, right? Whatever your personal property is, yes, I want you to get creative. I want you to live in the metaphor just for a little bit. I am going to give you a very much real life story, but I just want you to think about Do you know what your property presently looks like? Do you know what the grounds look like? Do you feel like you have a very small plot of land, no plot of land, expansive land? What kind of property exists on that land? What kind of structures? Is it more like a farm, a palatial estate, right? I gave you a few examples earlier. Is it more like a cabin, a shanty? Are you in just a tent and there's nothing around for miles? What kind of structures exist on this land? What is the landscape like for you? Is it rocky? Is it mountainous? Is it forested? Are there no boundaries at all? What kind of boundaries exist on this property? Are there other creatures or land? Think about it. Take an inventory. What's going on on your property just within you? The reason why I want you to explore this and get a little creative with it is so that you can see before we layer on reality what your internal world is already giving you, what it's already providing you with. So often our body is already saying, here's the image, here it is, this is how we feel, this is what we're dealing with, and then we're not listening into it. So I want you to check in. I want you to know what kind of estate you have. I want you to know what kind of property that you are either thriving or surviving on, yes? And I want you to know what needs to shift. I want you to know this property inside and out. Because when someone else walks onto this property, I want you to be able to tell me. What kind of fence is between you and them? Is there any boundary at all? Or do people just walk all over your property willy-nilly? Yeah, you see where I'm going with this now? Mm Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Maybe it's not just a fence. Maybe you've got a seven-foot-tall brick wall. Maybe you're the individual who tells me, Nina, (laughs) it's more like a 16-foot steel wall. It's been locked shut for years, and I don't plan on opening it. Ooh, y'all, your property is allowed to be however you want your property to be, but do notice now that it is your property. That there is nobody else who can change it or anything of this nature. That it is your property. That you're the one who sets the boundaries. And that people may try to shift it. People may do things to you, in fact, that do shift that landscape. But it is yours at the end of the day. And this is good news. This is good news because that means you have the agency to change it. You have the wherewithal to change it. We just need to give you some perspective on how to do that. Now, for those of you who are in that space, you're like, oh my gosh, I didn't, I haven't really thought about, you know, my property, my landscape, my boundaried life in this way. Then now you have a new awareness, right? You have something to play with here. For those of you who say, no, I know that I've got some boundaries, Nina. I just need to know how to set them differently. Maybe you have a little bit more to play with. But most certainly for those of you who are like, yeah, Nina, I got it. I got my property. I got my boundaries, but I don't know how to maintain those boundaries. Whichever of those three parts that I just listed you are in, keep listening. Because <laughs> now I'm about to go into story time. And then I'm going to ask you to step into the story in your own way. <laughs> and we're going to learn. It's going to be great. So let's play. Yeah, let's play. 
I hope that you got all that down about boundaries and that you're playing with what is going on on your property, okay? Super important. It's not always going to look this way and you do have the power to change it. You ready to keep going? Let's keep going. So the next part of this, let me tell you some stories. So first one, very personal. I'm a mom, right? For those of y'all who don't know, single co-parenting mom over here. And I've got a toddler. My toddler is four at this point. Here's the thing to know about toddlers that some of you are going to say, oh, she's talking about kids. It's not going to apply to me. Yes, it is. Because you know what? I wish I could say that people grow up and then everybody has super healthy boundaries that they maintain and respect. Eh, It just doesn't work like that. It just doesn't work like that, right? So here's what's happening with me and my four-year-old who is trying to learn boundaries and is testing boundaries, yes? When I think about my internal property, specifically when I think about my property in relation to my four-year-old, it is sort of like a fun land, fun house with lots of colors. There are slides and ladders and hidden trap doors. And there's so much to play with that you can see already. But there's also a lot of like hidden games and hidden things that you can find. It is like a menagerie treasure trove of different experiences when I think about what my property looks like with my daughter. Now, here's the thing about that property. There are lots of things that you can see straight up with your naked eye, just like I said, right? There are lots of things that I can already see. That's going to be twisty, turvy tunnel town, right? That's like really bright, but there's going to be a trap door there. There are some things that I already know about this property. And then there are the things that I discover about this property. (laughs) Discover because there's a whole other human being there engaging in this relationship and in this territory with me, yeah? you will discover these things as well. So one of those things is, let's say I have set a boundary and the boundary is, this is a box that we're not going to play with. And then my toddler comes over and it's like, oh, you mean this box? We're not going to play with it? And then puts her hand on it. Honey, I said, we're not going to play with it. Mommy, I'm not playing with it. I'm just putting my hand on it. That little smart Alex, she'll do stuff like this, right? She's testing the boundary. I now have to say, Am I going to reset this boundary? Am I going to maintain this boundary? Do I need to change this boundary so that it is actually more effective? I got to think about why do I have this boundary in the first place? Why would I not want my toddler to touch this particular box? Maybe it's full of, I don't know, um, medical material right? (laughs) that I don't want her to touch in the house, right? Or chemicals. We can get really literal with this one. Chemicals that I don't want her to touch. That's a really important real-life boundary to set, right? With a four-year-old in particular. So I know this boundary is really important. I, I can't let her touch this box, right? This really, it could be caustic materials in here. She could be harmed. I would never forgive myself, so on and so forth, right? So this boundary is really important to set and maintain. So then I need to change it. It's not enough to say, don't play with this box, right? We are not going to touch this box, right? So then maybe she starts throwing things at the box. Do you see how testing the boundaries, right? Testing the boundaries. (laughs) Mommy, I didn't do it. My toys did it, right? So on and so forth. Maybe we need to move the box. We're playing with the boundary here so that we make it the most effective that it can be for both you and this other party. And we want to be really clear on what that boundary is. Now, for my four-year-old, I'm in a big space of education, so I often share why it is I'm setting that boundary, unless I am tired and aggravated and have very little capacity. And then it is just because, right? It is because I have said so, and I need you to trust me. 
That is how I explain this to my four-year-old now. We are about to take this into adult world, yes, because toddlers are not the only people who are testing boundaries. They're not the only people who know that you have set a boundary, and then they want to push past it. Now, a toddler doesn't quite understand the long-term impact of this, right? Their brain hasn't quite developed in the way that an adult has. So let's talk about the adults in your life who parallel this experience, and they are not only testing your boundaries, they might be pushing past your boundaries, or if they are clear on the boundary and know it and think that it is not of value to them and they should not respect it, then they might be violating a boundary. So already, I want you to pause. Take an inventory, personal inventory, know your property, right? Like what's going on? Who are the people in your life, toddler or otherwise, right? But adults now, this is the section we're in. Who are the people in your life who keep testing your boundaries, who keep pushing past your boundaries, or who keep violating your boundaries, those are the people that we're going to be playing with the rest of this episode. Yes, I want you to start percolating with that and thinking about that and really owning that. There are certain people in your life that are not getting the boundary thing, right? They're making it really hard for you to set that boundary. They may also be people that you say, oh my gosh, Nina, I just realized I've never set a boundary with this person. I have just assumed that they should know this, okay? Much like my four-year-old, who does not understand what's going on with caustic materials in that box, right? Doesn't understand that they could be toxic and things of this nature, but it's learning. The other adults in your life, or if you're a young adult out there, wherever you're at, right? Teenagers, I know we've got a, a full spectrum of adults and human beings on this, this uh, podcast in our audience, right? But I digress. Sorry, I'll let me bring it back. Wherever you are, I want you to think about the other people in your life who are needing to be educated on why it is that you've set that boundary. And these are the kinds of people who they don't mean to hurt you. They don't mean to push past the boundary, but they may benefit from having that education, right? You can actually empower your relationship with them by ensuring that they have just enough knowledge, right? That is necessary for them to actually click save on why this boundary is so important. <clears throat> So I want you to think about that. There's sometimes where education may be a super helpful thing, yes? You may need to be really clear on what the boundary is. You may need to re-clarify or reset the boundary until somebody learns, right? All of this is about setting that boundary. When you think about what's going on with your property and you have that very clear idea of it's a fence or it's a brick wall or it's a stone wall or it's a 16-foot tall steel wall, right? Whatever the case may be for the boundaries that you have or if you have no boundaries at all, use this real relationship to tap in and know your property, take inventory. What is going on in your property that you would want to shift? Start playing with this. This is your property. Yes, you have a right to have boundaries. And let me tell you something else. If you want this relationship in your life and they keep violating a boundary, whether they mean to or not, it behooves you to empower the system as a whole, all of you involved in this, right? Each of you involved in this to be able to better understand the boundaries, to be very clear on the boundaries in thought, feeling, and behavior, for to really be able to engage effectively with one another. Are you picking up what I'm putting down? The whole question of this episode, right, is how do I set and maintain boundaries? So far, just as a quick review, 
You've got know your property, the imagery of it, right? The imagining the imagery of it. Knowing not only what the landscape looks like, but what the boundaries and structures are on that property. Then it changes depending on the relationships that come onto your property, right? Being able to say what is happening and what you know you see there and how you can change it, right? What are some possible ways to get creative with changing it in your imagination that we could then put into action in the real world? And then here's this last bit that I want to share before I go into adventure challenges. It's not just other people that will violate your boundaries. You can violate your boundaries. That's right, folks. I said it. You can violate your boundaries. How am I going to do that, Nina? Let me tell you. You are the individual who says, I'm going to hold a boundary. I know what the boundary is. I set the boundary. And then, Nina, I don't know what happens. It's like it doesn't matter if I set the boundary. They're going to violate it anyway. Let me give you a tool right now. We've already done the imagery. We've already done the find the parallel of the metaphor imagery in reality. But now here in the real world, let's say you've set that boundary and you're trying to maintain it, but somebody just has that magical energy or whatever it is, and they just keep pushing past it. And you're like, I can't maintain it with them. It's unmaintainable. (laughs) I want to give you something as an offering. And if it works for you, I want you to take it and run with it. And if it doesn't, you can put it on the shelf and be curious. And if you're like, no, absolutely not, you can just throw it in the trash, right? It's okay. But here's my offering to you. I want you to think about the three times rule. And you are going to be a broken record only three times as you set a boundary. Let me repeat that. The three times rule. You're only going to say it three times. Setting that boundary. Yes, three times. Do you see how I'm repeating this? A broken record. Do you see how it sounds the same too? It's a broken record. Because that is literally what I want you to be able to do. If you are setting a boundary and somebody is not hearing it, this is why they keep coming back, keep coming back. They think if they do it enough that it will change how you feel or how you are acting or what you want. And then it will be easier for them because now you'll be on their page. But if you really want to set a boundary and you have decided that this is the boundary you want to set, the first time you say it, I am setting the boundary with you and the boundary is this, period. And then they come back, oh, and you go back and you say, "Mm, mm -hmm. I hear you. I am setting the boundary with you and the boundary is this, period. Oh, but potato, 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 they come back, right? (laughs) Third time through, now you say, hmm. I hear you, and this is the third time I'm saying this. I don't know if you're hearing me. I am setting the boundary with you, and the boundary is this, period. If the person does not hear you after you have explicitly said, this is the third time that I am sharing this with you, I don't know if you're hearing me. If you have explicitly said those words, maybe in your own fashion, maybe explicitly, if you've not shared those words with them, excuse me, if you have shared those words with them and they still continue on their own path, they are not present with you, they're not hearing you, do both of you a favor and remove yourself from the situation. No more than three times. This is my offering. Of course, you put it into your own context because I don't know the context of your situation, right? I'm not really there to be able to support you in this, but you are. And I'm hoping that you are learning how to trust yourself. 
oftentimes I will talk about a merry-go-round issue. It's something that just keeps coming up over and over and over again, right? And a merry-go-round, you know, sometimes it goes away and then it comes right back around and it goes away and then it comes right back around. The three times rule is really helpful to get you off the merry-go-round. Somebody is wanting you to shift. Either you're not ready, you don't have capacity, or guess what? You don't want to shift. And that has to be okay. Sometimes that has to be okay. Arguably, we could say all the time, but you know, nuance, all the things, I don't know your situation, all that. Just come back to that same tool. We're talking about setting and maintaining boundaries. Don't don't go more than three times. Now, you can set your own number, but I say three. And either way, whatever number you set, the reason is this. Any human being, if they are pushed and pushed and pushed enough, will eventually fold. We all have a different number of times we can be pushed before we fold. But all of us can be pushed enough that we will bend and fold. And then maybe not maintain the boundary that we have set. And so we can do ourselves and others a service if we set a number and we say, this is the only the amount of times that I'm going to be able to share this. And then I'm going to remove myself from the situation for the benefit of all involved. That is my offering to you when it comes to setting and maintaining boundaries for the self, in particular for the self, yeah? We've gone through uh, a few different examples here of ways that you can help yourself set and maintain a boundary, how you can get to know your property and how you can commit to real life changes that parallel what's going on in that image, right? I love to offer you adventure challenges and we are officially at that point in the episode. So grab your journal again or that really good friend that you're dialoguing with because we're going into it. I hope that you've put yourself in the shoes of some of these people or characters or properties, right? Put yourself, self, excuse me, in the shoes of these different parts that we're exploring. And I hope that you have explored different relationships and arenas in your life that may need support with realizing there needs to be a boundary, knowing what kind of boundary to set, and then maintaining that boundary. Now, of course, relationships change, so your boundaries may need to change, right? Always you can come back to Take an inventory, know your property. Take that personal inventory and know your property. It's going to shift. It's going to change. Thank goodness, because you're so human, right? You're so human. And so here's your adventure challenge. Very simply, we go through three different levels in the adventure challenge. Level one, self-awareness. Level two, self-knowledge. Level three, self-realization, right? So self-awareness is the first level, and that's your first challenge. If you're a level one, This is just about being aware of the inventory. It's knowing that you can take an inventory, that you know what's happening on your property within your thoughts, feelings, and behaviors when it comes to you and this other individual, right? Or this group or whatever this thing is that might need a boundary. It's about having an awareness of what needs the boundary and what what relationship, what the boundary Uh, arena might be, right? There might be topics that you need a boundary with, all of these things, right? So awareness is the first one. If you're a level one between this week and next week, I just want you to take inventory. What is going on on your property? That's what I want you to do. That's my level one challenge. If you're like, I got it, Nina, done, check, level two. My level two is about self-knowledge. I want you to know What needs to change on the property? What are you not comfortable with? If you say, well, you know, I'm in the mountains and I really rather be by the beach, we need a shift. Well, you know what, Nina, I realized I don't have any boundaries. I grew up in a family that had very little boundaries and I really think I'd I'd like to have some, you know? 
great. It sounds like now you know you need to add boundaries, right? What kinds of boundaries would you like to add? Well, I'd like to start with some fence. You know, I'd like people to be able to to be able to talk with me still. Or you know what, Nina? Everybody walks over my property all the time. I think I need a six-foot-tall brick wall just for a little while. Beautiful. Whatever you need, whatever you know is right for you. It could be permanent. It could be temporary right? The agency is all yours. This is your property. Know it, yes? So you've got your level one challenge. You've got your level two right now. You know what it is that you want to change, but that doesn't mean that you're going to change it. My level threes, if you're like, yep, check one, check two, Nina, let's move on to level three. My level threes, your self-realization. You are now going to commit to making that change in the real world. (laughs) I know I just said it in real life, y'all, IRL, okay? You're going to commit to making the change that you now know needs to happen, if the landscape needs to change, if the relationship needs to change, if the boundary needs to be set, if the boundary needs to be maintained. Now you know about the three times rule, but you are going to actually write down what your commitment is that you are going to be changing in your life this upcoming week. You picking up what I'm putting down? I certainly hope so, y'all, because the holidays is upon us, okay? The holidays are upon us. And there is so much beauty and grace that can be had during the holidays. There can also be a lot of pain, a lot of mischief, a lot of grief, so many different feelings as we go through this very human existence, right? This very human thing called life. And so... I hope that this has been helpful for you. I hope that you have taken notes as we asked ourselves today, how do I set and maintain boundaries? As we answered that in a nutshell saying, you got to know your property. You've got to take that personal inventory that says, what's my landscape like? What are the structures on my property? What are the boundaries that help to separate me from different parts of myself, but also me from others in the world who may be testing my boundaries, who may be pushing past my boundaries, who may be violating my boundaries? And how can I empower myself and those in my system to better set, maintain, and hold and respect boundaries so that we can more effectively work with one another. I hope that this has been so, 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 so helpful. You setting and maintaining those boundaries. We'll talk more soon. Thank you so much for being willing to explore healing your humanity on Empowered Human. I hope you found at least one new way to transform your worldview from powered to empowered. If you took something from the show, please take a moment of your time and subscribe to Empowered Human. And if it really nourished you, leave us a review. Your feedback helps me understand what our community needs. Not to mention, it helps others discover the Empowered Human life. So keep this last bit in mind. All the visual goodies come with me on Instagram at Drama Therapist Nina. Stay up to date there on upcoming episodes, behind the scenes goodness, and reels dropping knowledge. Thank you again for being part of the empowered human community. Until next time, stay curious.